Hello， 早上好，感谢您收看我们的播客《每日》。这个播客能帮助我们在上帝中成长，它也有助于我们在交流的时刻重视。Well, good morning. You are tuning in the right podcast, just in case you were tripped out by all that Mandarin. Uh, this is the daily, and all I said in essence was welcome to the podcast, and believe that this is going to help you grow in God and stand faithful in this time of shaking of anxiety. Now, I'm pretty sure I got all of the words right, or else our Google Translate has really failed me this time round.、Uh, but you know, I thought this might be a good opportunity for me to brush up on my Mandarin.、Uh, I've always wanted to pray in Chinese, and.、Uh, And be able to preach in Chinese, and I thought, why not use this time, this margin, to、uh, rediscover a lost language in my case? And、um, maybe you know you're like me. I'm sure many of you are utilizing this time to、uh, pick up new skills, new habits, rediscover、um, old skills. Perhaps you haven't picked up. A guitar in a long time, and you're beginning to do so、uh, in this time.、Uh, whatever have you, you know, I think it's so great that we now have the time and space to to do that. I, I know some of you are picking up coding, others are baking for the first time in your life. I think it's awesome. Please don't burn down your kitchen like I nearly did.、Um, but I had a buddy of mine、uh, speak to me before the circuit breaker kick into full effect. And he said this to me. He said, "Andre,、um, this moment、uh, that we're about to enter into this time of crisis really serves as a great opportunity to re-establish a new normal." And what he went on to say is that, you "No, know, this time is a good time for us to re-examine our foundations, to relay foundation pieces if they're not there, or to even insert things in the foundation, such that post crisis, post." Coronavirus post lockdown, we would have established new normals, new rhythms, new habits, a new way of doing life. And isn't that so true that in this time, we really have been afforded the time, the space,、uh, to do things that we have always wanted to do, but perhaps have never gotten round to doing or had the time to do. Uh, and so many of you are picking up new skills, baking, coding, whatever have you. But my encouragement to you is also in this time to re-examine to your lifestyle as it pertains to your spiritual rhythms, and consider what habits you want to pick up in this time, and do it consistently all through this circuit breaker period, such that a new habit. Is form a new rhythm, a new normal is form, and so post coronavirus, post lockdown, you're able to emerge on the other side with these habits that you've always wanted to establish in your life become your new normal, your new rhythm, your new routine, and so maybe for some of you, it's having a time of devotion in the morning, and I'm not sure whether some of you find a podcast like this really helpful, and if this has been helpful. In helping you establish a new rhythm of morning devotion, of going to God in prayer, of reading His scriptures in the morning, I am super glad to hear because that's the whole point. That's the whole goal of this podcast. And maybe for some of you, it's even establishing a new habit and rhythm of engaging in intercessory prayer. And you've jumped onto one of those Zoom prayer rooms. Great to hear as well. 
And the whole idea here is for us to pick up these new practices and habits and make it our new normal to do it consistently over time and to emerge on the other side with making clear progress unto the goal of becoming like Jesus and essentially, you know, putting in these habits that make for the life that you've always wanted to live. Now, a habit that I've uh, put into practice over the last few weeks has been reading a psalm a day. Now, I read all through the Bible. I have a habit of hopping around. I'm in the Gospels, and then I jump to the Prophets, and then I go to Genesis, and then the Book of Revelations. And so, I'm prone to reading all over the map, so to speak. And uh, I also like reading my Bible with my commentaries and my concordances. You know, I am just uh, prone to wanting to understand the context, the words that are used, um, the cultural kind of meaning and backdrop to the text. And uh, that's kind of the way I read the Bible uh, often. You know, I like to study it. But the book of Psalms uh, is really interesting for me because whenever I turn to a psalm, I... No, I'm not inclined to leaning on my commentaries on concordances. I will just have a few highlighters out, a pencil, and I'll just go line by line and let the psalm speak to me. And so I've been doing uh, a psalm a day for the last uh, month or so, and it's been really nourishing to my soul. And I want to encourage you to uh, develop a habit of reading God's word daily, of letting it speak to your soul. Um, you know, a psalm a day is just a great... Uh, thing to do. Uh, I just read one psalm, it's not too long, and just let it speak to me all through the day to chew, to meditate, to stew on it, and it's been so nourishing to my soul. Highly, highly encourage it. And so for today, you know, I just like to uh, read from Psalm 1. Uh, this is a few lines of Psalm 1 that I feel really speaks to the times that we're living in. Uh, so Psalm 1 verse 1 goes like this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now there's a distinguisher right there, right? That this man that is described in the psalm is a man who walks not in the counsel of God, ungodly. He is not standing with sinners, nor does he sit uh, in the seat of the scornful. But... What distinguishes this man and what makes this man blessed among all other men is that his delight is in the law of the Lord. God's words, God's ways, God's truth, that is his delight, that is his joy. In some translations, the word delight translates to pleasure or desire, really, really strong words. And that's what that man is described as a man who desires who finds pleasure in God's law and in God's words. And he goes on further to say that this man, in God's law, he meditates day and night. He meditates. That word would translate to moan, to growl, to utter, to speak, to declare, or to, to muse, to think about, to ponder to consider with great depth. Now, a couple of things I pull out from that line would be, one, uh, this man has allowed God's law, God's words, and God's truth 
uh, inform his worldview, and it in many ways is what informs even his choices and decisions. Because he has meditated in God's law day and night, he has pondered it, he has mused and fully allowed it to consume him. Then he walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor does he stand with sinners, nor does he sit uh, in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. He has allowed God's word to move from words on pages or parchment uh, into declarations. He would utter, he would speak it. And from a place of declaration, it then moves to a place of action. It changes the way this man lives. Blessed is this man. And the other thought that comes from that line, that he meditates on God's law day and night, is that this man has established a rhythm, a habit, a ritual of meditating on God's law. Now the word day and night there might be hyperbole, you know, some would say that it's not a literal day and night. It's not as though this man has, he utters God's word all through a day and does nothing else. Uh, some would say that uh, it refers to the man pondering on God's word all day. He does not just hear and forget about it. He thinks about it. He meditates on God's word. Uh, others would say that it is a ritual and practice in the sense of this man meditates on God's word in the day when he wakes up and then in the night before he goes to bed. Either way of looking looking at it, you know, it's both right for us to do so. We ought to think about God's word all through the day and have it inform our decisions. But we also should set certain practices, certain regular rhythms, routines and habits that mark our day and mark our lives with God's presence and truth. Because if you think about it in one sense, we are the cumulative effect of our habits. And in many ways, our habits are the outworking of that which we love. What we love, we would put into habits for better or for worse. And so the question really is, what do you love? And if God is that which you love in the door, what habits do you have in your life that actually evidences your devotion, your affection toward God. Because if you think about it, structure does communicate value, right? You know, if you have a prized possession, you would tend to put it in a safe or at the bank. Uh, if you were a king or the president of your own nation, chances are you would ensure that the borders are put up right, you will put walls, defenses, in order to protect that which you deem as valuable. And so in many ways, the presence of structure does communicate value. I know how much value you have for a thing or for a person by how much structure you have put in your life that directly corresponds to that thing or person. Dallas Willard has this to say about our habits. He says this, Spiritual growth and vitality stem from what we actually do with our lives, from the habits we form and from the character that results. Isn't that so true that even as a culture, we have been groomed and thought to look to the spectacular and the extraordinary, but really it's in the mundane 
monotony of everyday life, of our everyday habits, that is the crucible of our formation. What we actually do with our lives, the habits we form, and from the character that results, that is the work of spiritual formation. And so even in this time, even as we consider our lives in this moment, the time that we've been given, and how we've used this time, perhaps, you know, you have occupied it really well, full of stuff, full of things, skills you want to pick up, things you want to do, things you want to accomplish, or maybe you have not occupied it so well, you have uh, maybe binged a whole lot on entertainment or just slept a lot because you're super tired. Maybe just consider your day even in this moment, that 24-hour period, and consider how much of that time is actually devoted to the one you profess to love, to adore. What habits, what structure in your life actually communicates your value and love for the Lord? And that's such an important question to ask, right? And it might be tough, it might be difficult to even answer and explore that question. But catch this, you know, the grace that we've been given in this period is that we've been given the opportunity and margin to make changes, to take steps in the right direction unto the goal of living the life that we actually want to live. I believe that all of us want a deep, fulfilling relationship with Jesus, with our Lord, to delight in the law of the Lord like the psalmist. And I don't believe we get there by simply doing nothing. We have to put in structure. We have to put in habits or another way of putting it, spiritual practices all through our day. And so in this moment, let's invite the Holy Spirit to come upon us. To first of all come in His love, His grace, His peace, and His comfort. Maybe this day hasn't start off on the right foot for you. Maybe you're carrying a lot of burdens and baggage from the previous week and you're entering this week full of anxiety, full of worry, allow the Spirit of God to meet you right where you're at in this moment to give you peace, to give you comfort, to give you rest. And let's spend just a quick moment basking in the presence of the Holy Spirit. beautiful. And now in this moment, we're going to respond to the word of the Lord, you know, with that invitation that we've received from the psalm of coming to the place of delight where we meditate on God's law day and night. And let's ask for the Spirit even in this moment to speak to us. Holy Spirit, search me, O God. Speak to me where I have picked up habits that pull me away from your presence. Speak to me, O oh God, where I have wasted time to which I could devote to seeking you. Speak to me, O oh God. Let's allow the Spirit to do a deep work in our heart even in this moment. Let's spend some time seeking God together.
amazing. Thanks so much for doing that. And I hope that you have heard from the Spirit even in this time. And let, um, let me pray a prayer of blessing over you even as you begin your day. And now I love uh, that after verse 2 in Psalm 1, after it describes this man who meditates on God's law day and night, who has developed this spiritual rhythm and habit, it says this in verse 3 about this man, that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. And that is what I'm praying over you this morning, that as you meditate on God's law, as you develop spiritual rhythms and habits, that you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that you will be fruitful and that you will prosper. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the invitation that we have discovered in scripture, that you've called us into a place where we will set habits, rhythms, spiritual markers in our day that communicate our love and value for you. And in even in doing so, God, you are so gracious, merciful, and kind. You promise us that when we put these things in place, that we shall prosper. We shall be like a tree that's planted by the river and we will be fruitful. So God, we thank you for the great promise and provision that is your word. We love you and we commit the rest of our week into your hands. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I pray that you have a blessed week ahead. We'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.